0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Press Play Lifestyle Inspired Podcast, where we do interviews with our with people like our new friend here, Miss Melissa, to help our listeners that's you find the resources, tools, and support they need to be their best inspired selves. So how are you doing today, Melissa?
1: I am doing great. I am in Colorado, and the sun is shining, which makes me very happy, so I'm yeah
0: we have sunshine today too and I'm in Milwaukee but yesterday we had like this seriously freak random snow flurry blow through that was (laughs) it was surreal because it's super sunny out and then like huge flakes just went poosh and then then it was clear again I'm like okay we're so living in like bizarro land right now. very weird colorado
1: weather all the time
0: (laughs) yeah well we see wisconsin you guys probably are similar then we're like if you don't like weather don't worry about it
1: wait a minute it'll change (laughs) totally (laughs) yep absolutely because it said like two days ago that it was gonna rain and snow for like six days straight and so i was totally dreading it and now every day that the sun's out i'm like thank you (laughs) yes yes
0: so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself melissa
1: Yeah, I would love to. So my name is Melissa Snow. I am a certified life coach. I specialize in helping women improve their relationships, starting with the ones that they have with themselves. So um, I work a lot with women who continue to date the same man over and over again in a different body. Uh, Women who think that they are bad pickers or they're just unlucky in love or destined to be alone. Um, And women who can't figure out why they keep attracting the same kind of guy over and over again. So um, I help them to kind of get out of their own way so that they can finally have the love and the relationship that they want and that they deserve.
0: I love that. I should have introduced you to my mom before the fifth husband. (laughs) I, Everyone I,
1: to, I tell them what I do, they have some like, Oh, I should introduce you to my sister. Oh, you gotta talk to my you're cousin.
0: like, <laughs> I accept referrals. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, at some point do you realize that maybe that construct doesn't necessarily work for you. Although I'm wrong, right? So her her and her last husband, they've been together as long my husband and I have been together twenty years now and she and he have also been together that long. So I was like, oh. either they just gave up and decided, you know, they're just gonna rock it that way. Or um, she like figured it out, so I'm not really sure which one. He's a pretty nice guy, though. Um, she always made she just, great guys.
1: She just needed she, four dress rehearsals, and now she's got it. I
0: know it. exactly. She has to try on a new Edgar suit. I guess it's 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 a, it's a weird <laughs> thing. So um, that sounds like I, I hate to say it, but it sounds like really needed work because um, we all we've all heard those. I don't maybe they're not wives' sales, right? We always heard you. You look for guys that were like your dad, or you look for guys that are exactly not like your dad, or you know we get in the habits of what we're attracted to. So, you know, what's kind of your take on that? Do you, you know, do we marry our dads, or you know, what's what's kind of the way that that goes?
1: You know, I think it's interesting because sometimes those things happen. Like sometimes we grow up and are attracted to people who are just like our dads and other times we grow up and are attracted to people who are like the complete opposite of our dads and I see it a lot with women who end long-term relationships too like they get out of a relationship with one guy and the next guy that they date is either exactly like that guy or he could not be more different than that guy So, I mean, I don't know that there's any really like rhyme or reason to that. Um, But the whole thing with the dad and like back to the childhood and all of that is like, coaching doesn't focus as much on what has happened in people's past and how they've gotten to this point. It's a lot more focused on like, where are you now and where are you trying to go and how do we help you get there? But that stuff from the past does matter because that's where all of our default thoughts come from. Like the things that we are, that are just coming into our brain about whether or not we deserve love, what a relationship is supposed to look like. um, What do we have the right to ask for all of those kinds of things. Like, Those are messages that have been given to us um, for years and years and are so ingrained in us that we don't even stop to question them until we hire a coach. And the coach says, really? Is that really true? And is that thought serving you and helping you? Or is there a different thought that we could program your brain with that might be a little bit more helpful? So, I mean, there's definitely something to, like, looking at your past and the messages that you've got from it and then figuring out how to move forward from those.
0: So, um, so what is your perfect client then? Is it someone who kind of has already got the awareness that maybe they're in a little like a groundhog day loop with their relationships or, um, or, or who, you know, who is the best person to kind of come to you for support?
1: Yeah. My perfect client is the woman who is like at the end of her robe. She is so fed up with getting the same kind of behaviors, getting treated the same way over and over again. She has probably eight different times said, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to tell him he can't treat me like this. I'm going to tell him that this is not what I deserve. And then for some reason or another, That falls apart and they go right back into the same pattern and the same roller coaster that they've been on. And so my ideal client is the woman who is just so sick of that and so ready to finally have the kind of love and the kind of healthy relationship that she really wants. And she's at the point that she realizes that she doesn't know what's happening. Like she doesn't know what's getting in her way and what's stopping her from having that, but she really wants to know.
0: Oh Yeah, that makes sense. So what, what, like, how do you get into that specific kind of work? Because, you know, I, I get, I'm so blessed the opportunity to interview so many types of coaches. And, um, you know, this is very specific. It's very appropriately and targetedly niched. Um, but it was there something that kind of drew you to helping women who are sort of stuck in that loop?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I was my client for many, many years. Um, And I'm always like, how do I know I'm a good coach? Because I was my first client. (laughs) And and look at what I did. Um, So for me, you know, I think one of the things that attracted me to being on your podcast is you had something mentioned about like, if your mess has become your mastery, or if your mess is your message or something like that. And I, I have a great big mess. So I, uh, I spent a lot of my twenties having really low self-esteem, not great boundaries. Um, I didn't realize that at the time, but my main problem was I didn't know my own worth. I didn't know my own value. I didn't believe that I was enough without, a relationship or a man there to like prove to me that I was. It was like, I only knew that I had value if there was a man who was paying attention to me or flirting with me or making me feel important. Um, And if there wasn't one, then I felt terrible about myself. And so when you come at relationships from that space, you're not going to attract the kind of relationships that you want. Like I heard a saying recently that's like, if you fish with diamonds, you're gonna catch a fish who likes diamonds. <laughs> and I was not fishing with diamonds. So um, <laughs> you know, I, went I through, like it. <laughs> I love it. It's my new favorite saying. Um, and it's totally true too. So I went through a series of like not super great, not healthy relationships. Um, I dated a man who was married to someone else for a year. Um, before I finally was like, okay, I'm pretty sure you're not actually going to get a divorce. Um, And on the tail end of that was like, I just felt so terrible about myself after that. And I um, was a high school teacher at the time. And I ended up having what at the time I considered a relationship with one of my students. And he was 17 and I was 27. And I put relationship in air quotes. Usually Um, people on podcasts can't see that because at the time, I believed that that's what it was. But in retrospect, what I can really see is that I just had this very deep need to feel better about myself, to feel important, to feel loved, to feel valued, to feel like I was enough for somebody. And at that point, I didn't really care where I got that need met as long as I was getting it met. Because not getting that need met feels really, really terrible. (laughs) And uh, so that obviously created mass destruction in my life. Um, I got arrested. I lost my job. I lost my house. I lost most of my friends. I lost a lot of money. (laughs) And I really had to rebuild my life from the ground up. And I really had to, once I got to the point that I stopped feeling sorry for myself and was ready to really like accept my situation, I realized that I really needed to figure out how I had become a person who thought that what I had done was okay. And how had I gotten to this point in my life where my judgment was so clouded that I thought that that was a good idea um, and didn't see how it was going to hurt him and so many other people. And so I really did a lot of work on myself to become a woman who was whole, who was happy, who was healthy all on my own. So that then when I did get into a relationship, it was totally different than any relationship I had ever had before. I attracted a fish who liked diamonds because that's what I was fishing with now. And when I caught that fish, I actually knew how to do what to do with it. Like I actually knew how to have a healthy relationship because I'd done all the work on myself first. And so I just really wanted to have the opportunity to help other women who were struggling with those same things because I realized how much harder I was making my life. And now I can see how much happier and peaceful and um, just better my life is now. And I love being able to help other women with that.
0: Yeah, that's quite a story, man. You had to go through a lot of lessons to really um, find your way out of that place. Um, yeah. So somebody's kind of at their wit's end because I can. You really didn't get given an opportunity to decide you were at your wit's end. You were given one that said you're <laughs> done. Um, yeah. And and that's you know that was a whole nother thing. But how hard it must have been for you to find worth after that. I mean, if it was already such a struggle for you, and then kind of like the whole world coming and saying, you're right, you're not good. You aren't worthy. You are all these things like, oh my gosh, like digging out from there is even a bigger story or a bigger struggle, I would think. So certainly can imagine how you can help other people because what kind? what can they do to sort of get some awareness before it like implodes their entire life because yeah. I think you would hope to catch them a little bit before the whole lost their job <laughs> lost their house you know that that sounds awful right
1: um, yeah I mean everybody has a different rock bottom every how everybody gets yeah. to a different point where they are willing to throw their hands up and say I don't know how to figure this out myself um I don't know how long it would have taken me to get to that point had it not come to me. Um, But that's part of the reason that I share that story so openly and without shame is because I have so many clients who Feel like they still feel like they're defined by the choices that they have made in the past. And I have clients who have dated married men. I have clients who have been unfaithful to their own husbands. I have clients who have put up with a lot of stuff from people that they loved or that they believed loved them. And they, give a lot of meaning to those things. They give, they allow those things to define who they are and what they deserve. And that was really the big thing for me when I first, when I met the first life coach I worked with and what she said to me was like, I need you to see that the problem now is not what you did to this boy. The problem now is what you continue to tell yourself over and over again about what that means for the life that you can have and who you are. And that was the first time I ever really realized that I had a choice. And so to answer your question, I think any woman knows that she's at that point. If she is tired of being treated the way that she's being treated in relationships, if she is trying to figure out why these patterns keep happening over and over again, where she meets a guy and he's attractive and he's charming and she really likes him and she thinks that it's great and... Then two weeks later, all of a sudden she sees this totally different side of him where he is controlling and he's critical and he's turning things back around on her and making her think she's crazy um, and now she's like, why does this keep happening like why couldn't I see this sooner uh, women who keep being cheated on or women who are having a hard time being faithful um, anybody who is not getting what they want out of a relationship is and is ready to figure out why um is perfect to start working with me.
0: I think you said something that I love two things. You said it twice in two different ways. Um the first time you said uh, and I love this distinction because it's so important um coaches aren't therapists, right? We start with now and help you move forward into where you want to be and we hold you capable of of being in that place, and then you again repeated it actually a little bit when your when your coach said to you, you have to, you actually have to let go of the things that you're telling yourself about all the things from yesterday, yeah. and now we need to look at how what things do you need to say to yourself to get to tomorrow and to the next day, and um, I, I think that's a a a big thing with worth and self worth and how you feel about yourself is like a lot of it is that tape, right? That loop that we play to ourselves about ourselves. Um, yeah. It's not even necessarily people around us going, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Because how many people talk openly about like your situation or talk openly about being unfaithful in their marriage or talk openly about their husband being unfaithful? They don't, right? And so then they become their own critic they assume what everyone else is going to say or they assume what everyone else is thinking. Um, so I, I think that for me, that would be a great trigger warning example for women out there. If, if if you're going through something in your relationship that your best friend doesn't know about, you probably should talk to someone. Um, because you've got, there's a reason that you haven't told someone there's a, there's some judgment you're making perhaps. That if nothing else, it's curious, to be curious to explore and see if there's an opportunity. Um,
1: Yeah. And even when we have those things, it's so easy for us to justify why we're not talking to people about it or rationalize what we're doing. Like I was the queen of well, other people just wouldn't understand. Like not just with what i did with this boy but also like when i was dating the married man and when i was dating a guy who was really nice to me unless he was drinking and then he was really mean and he was like always drinking you know and it's like people just don't understand people don't know him like i know him i've seen a different side of him i know what he has the potential to be Um, people don't understand our love or the connection that we have or whatever it is. Like we come up with all of these reasons to justify and rationalize why we keep doing what we're doing. And we believe what we tell ourselves because we want to believe what we tell ourselves. Um, because that's easier for us in a lot of ways, but it's not how we get the result that we want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if someone really was looking to kind of overcome some of these, um, behaviors or bad relationship woes, um, how would they find you? Like, where do they find Melissa and what, how do you work with them? Like, what's kind of the, the way you choose to serve people?
1: Sure. So people can find me a lot of different ways. I have a website, which is melissamsnow.com. Um, and if you go to that website and you put in your name and your email, you can actually get a copy of my book sent to you for free. And that book is called 10 Secrets to Having the Love That You Want. That's really just about becoming a happy and healthy and whole person before you try to get into a relationship. Um, so that's one way. You can also contact me through my website or you can email me directly, which is mmslifecoach at gmail.com. Or people can just find me on Facebook too. I do have a business page, but I also use my personal page a lot for my business. So people are welcome to add me as a friend on there too. And um, I offer free one hour discovery calls to anybody who's interested. So it's super low pressure. I try to treat people how I would wanna be treated if I were on the end of that call. And I know it takes a lot of courage just to get on the phone. Um, So I like people to know that it's super low pressure. Um, just to kind of talk about where you're at and where you want to be and see if um, we're a good fit for working together.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. So I I really appreciate you taking the time to share both your mess and your message. I think the mess is a harder part to share than the message sometimes for people. And so I appreciate your vulnerability. And hopefully there are women in our audience that maybe use this as an opportunity to be brave and um, do something for themselves that will help them move forward in life in a more positive, productive way, which would be great. Uh, yep. So thank you so much. We'll make sure that you have all of your info will be in the show notes. So we'll let people know how to find you on Facebook and on your website and your email, and hopefully that they'll be able to reach out to you that way. Um, thank you so much for coming with us today. Do you have any uh, parting words of wisdom for the ladies out there or gentlemen do you work with men or women or both just women just women so any advice for the ladies out there um, before we go
1: I would just say as cliche as it sounds that it's never too late to change the way that your story ends like no one is ever and that's part of the reason I share my mess also because like no one is ever too far gone like you're never too old. You've never done too much. You've never been through too much or made too many bad mistakes to still have the opportunity to change how the story ends and who you are and what your future can be.
0: Wow. That's a, that's a beautiful way to end. Thank you so much, Melissa. We look forward to staying in touch with you over the years.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Bye.